Welcome back to another episode of Jake's Takes. My name is Jake. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. So on this week's episode, there's nothing new in terms of the NBA at the moment. It sounds like um, the most recent information involving Adam Silva and um, basketball seems to be that they're going to wait until um, at least uh, May before they make any decisions um, on the NBA and its season um, and you know, there are people who say it could start up again. Others probably are saying it's not going to start and they're not going to finish the season. But um, at least for the time being, um, the NBA is taking a hiatus. Adam Silva is kind of um, just taking a second and kind of letting this happen. Because we still don't know what's going to happen. And you know, in terms of the um, situation involving coronavirus, it's not hit what many call the peak, and it's getting to the peak, um, and, you know, it's something that um, people are going to have to watch, and we'll have to watch to see. Um, you know, Adam Silva has been in contact with the president, and, um, you know, it's something um, that the president is interested in getting sports back and obviously the owners and the people involved in basketball and all sports want it to get back into um, play but safety is important and so right now they are um, sitting and taking a step back and letting this go till May and then they'll reassess when sort of a lot of this is um, getting better hopefully by that point and then they can think about maybe basketball resuming at some point but while the NBA um, you know is taking um, a second off um, we're going to look at something um, that is um, set in stone basically um, you know something that is a documentary 10-part documentary series on the 1997-1998 Chicago Bulls and so that was set to come out originally in June or July over the summer. But because of the coronavirus, um, they have ramped up production. And it is coming out, I believe, April 19th. Um, it's coming out in April. So fans of the Chicago Bulls, fans of basketball, fans of the 90s basketball will get that um, situation um, taking place. That uh, documentary will come out and apparently... There's going to be interviews with everyone from coaches to assistants to people who were in the Chicago media at that time, people who are um, closely connected to the Bulls, the players, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Steve Kerr, um, and you can go down the line. And so, um, you know, when you look at this situation um, and you look at um, where... Um, the Chicago Bulls were at this time, they were on the top of their game. And it was their last successful season together before, you know, Michael Jordan took a break, Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen kind of fizzled, and Steve Kerr fizzled and went, I think, to San Antonio. But they won. They won the 1998 championship um, with Phil Jackson as their head head coach. They were... Um, a 3-0 victory against the New Jersey Nets, first round. 4-1 victory, Charlotte Hornets, first or second round. And then in the conference finals, they were a 4-3 victory over Indiana. And then they defeated the Utah Jazz 4-2. to 
Utah Jazz with Karl Malone and John Stockton were a formidable duo throughout the 90s, um, at least Chicago Bulls versus Utah Jazz, and unfortunately the Utah Jazz didn't win a championship, but the Chicago Bulls did, and they won six with Mike and three with the core of Scotty, Mike, and Dennis Rodman, and so um, they were very, very good, and so you know, the documentary is going to look at basically all angles of every situation. Um, it's going to look at every, you know, piece of their team um, and basically what made this team so good. You know, obviously, as I said, Michael Jordan was the premier player. His um, stats in that season, which was 1997-1998, 28 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. So... Not peak performance Michael Jordan, but it was still, you know, very good Michael Jordan nonetheless. Then you have uh, Scottie Pippen, who was probably the best secondary player, number two guy ever. I mean, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade, that's a good combo, but I think Scottie Pippen, he's just very good. Now, 1997-1998, he was averaging 19 points. Six assists, five rebounds, so um, not 100% his best numbers, but, you know, they were um, very good. Then we have Dennis Rodman, um, who was sort of the third piece to this puzzle. Obviously, he had success in Detroit for a number of seasons and then came to Chicago for three, and he got championships in all three. In 1997-1998, he averaged four points. And three assists, 15 rebounds. So while he wasn't obviously the offensive uh, player, he was very, very good on defense. And his averages for rebounds in um, Chicago was 15. So between the three seasons, he averaged 15 rebounds, which is insane to think about. And so they had him. He was sort of, he was there. Um, And then you have Steve Kerr, who was... Um, a veteran at this point. He played um, a variety of different places. This was um, one of his longer stints, um, this in San Antonio, 1997-1998. He averaged seven points, um, two assists, and two rebounds. So not really, um, I guess you could say, his best season. Um, But definitely um, their starting point guard was a big part of their team. Uh, then you go down, you have some of their other players, such as um, Tony Kukic, who was um, international, um, one of the best international players um, of the NBA's history. Um, and in 1997-1998 with the Chicago uh, Bulls, um, he averaged 13 points, uh, 4 assists, 4 rebounds. So... Um, not awful, a good, you know, guy off the bench, sort of your sixth man in this case. Then you have Ron Harper, who was, um, a point guard, um, and was one of your best players. Um, he averaged, um, in 1997, 1998, um, nine points, um, two assists, three and a half rebounds. Wasn't his best season in comparison to his stints with, you know, the Clippers. He averaged, um, just looking at the five seasons in Los Angeles, 19 points, four rebounds, two assists total. 
Um, so, um, you know, that was pretty good. But in Chicago, he his average um, in total was seven points and um, two assists and three rebounds. So still, he was coming off the bench, giving them that veteran scoring. Um, and so they were obviously, um, you know, he was good. Um, then you have the centers. Um, the, Luke Longley was their starting center, and um, he wasn't obviously the greatest player, but when you have Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman, you don't really need him to be. He averaged 11 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, which that was actually his best season in terms of rebounds, assists, and points. So, um, you know, he was... Um, you know, he was good for them as that sort of fifth starter. And then going down the line, you know, some of their other guys kind of just filled in the cracks. But it was a good season, a good team, good players, good coaches. And for um, Chicago Bulls, this documentary is going to be um, very entertaining to watch because you're going to get inside information. You're going to get footage you're going to get never-before-seen clips from players, coaches, staff who are basically making this season possible. And so for um, the fans of basketball, this is going to be an interesting documentary to watch because you'll get to see all that. And so you really haven't seen any dynasty like the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. And, you know, I want to talk about that. Um, and I want to talk about how successful they were. You know, they were real deal. And um, Michael Jordan changed Chicago basketball and changed the landscape of the NBA. He is arguably the best player of all time. And so um, you looked at the 1997-1998 season. Let's look at the 1996-1997 season, which the um, Chicago Bulls won another championship. Um, they had Phil Jackson and the crew. Um, and they, in the Eastern Conference first round, defeated the Washington Bullets 3-0, defeated in the second round 4-1 Atlanta Hawks, defeated the Conference Finals Miami Heat 4-1, and then they defeated again 4-2 the Utah Jazz. So, um, you know, Michael Jordan obviously um, was in his bag. Pretty much everyone uh, was still there, still rolling from the uh, previous season. And so, uh, you know, they were, um, you know, they're all good. And they're all great players. And, um, you know, it was a very good season. Um, it wasn't, however, their best season. They were 69-13, uh, and 13, which was a good record. But then you go to 95-96, which was their 72-10, and 10, one of the best, if not the best record, um, of all time, I know uh, Golden State came close to that. I don't, I don't remember if they actually um, eclipsed that number. But, um, you know, Chicago defeated the Miami Heat in the first round. Um, and it was a 3-0 victory. Um, and they ended up defeating in the second round the New York Knicks 4-1. They ended up defeating Orlando uh, 4-0 in the Eastern Conference Finals. And then in this season, they faced the Seattle Supersonics, who were um, a 4-2 um, series, um, like the previous series um, mentioned, 4-2. Um, Chicago was just that good, 
and um, you know they were um, you know very very talented and they had such a great great team around them and um, there were so many you know important pieces uh, on their roster um, they were just getting it done and so um, yeah they were very very good now um, we have to go um, a little bit farther back um, to um, look at um, their uh, other seasons in which they were um, very very successful um, because in 1994 1995 they weren't um, that good and then you have to go to um, 1993 1994 which um, there was no um, Michael Jordan because he was playing minor league baseball at this point um, and then you go to um, what is uh, 92-93 so this is the um, I guess, third championship in the um, list of championships for Michael Jordan. And the team that he had around him was totally different. And um, the guys that were playing with MJ were totally different. They had um, B.J. Armstrong, who was their point guard. Um, They had guys like Bill Cartwright, who played center. Um, He was um, very, very good in New York, and um, his numbers in Chicago, nine points, five um, and a half rebounds, one and a half assists, so not super um, great there, but um, he was still good um, with them, and then uh, they had John Paxton, who um, in his seasons with Chicago, just kind of overall averaged seven points, three um, assists, and Uh, just under uh, two uh, rebounds. So a similar sort of player to Steve Kerr in the sense that he was sort of that point guard um, who wasn't the greatest but a good leader um, and a memorable um, name. And then you have um, Will Perdue, who was their center um, as well. Um, And then uh, you have probably um, their uh, version of Dennis Rodman, Horace Grant, who, um, Horace Grant during this run, um, his numbers in all of Chicago, he played seven seasons, 12 points and eight rebounds. Looking at, um, the first 93-94 season, um, 15 points and 11 rebounds, 13 points and nine and a half rebounds the season before that one. And then you have, um, 14 points and 10 rebounds in the um, 91-92 season, and that was his um, average throughout the whole um, tenure of the seasons. Um, And so, you know, the question that everybody asks is, Horace Grant had a good career. Dennis Rodman had a good career. Which one of those two guys in uh, Chicago was the better number three? And... In my opinion, you have to go with Dennis Rodman because while he wasn't a scorer, he was a very good defender, rebounder, shot blocker, um, teammate, someone who um, basically um, was um, good at his role and he brought with him the experience of winning championships with uh, the Pistons. And so, yes, Horace Grant might have played a longer tenure in Chicago. He still isn't on that level of Dennis Rodman. So 
I would say Dennis Rodman for sure. Then um, we have to go to um, the next season um, in this one, which um, is 1991-1992, um, and um, they were uh, first in their division, and they ended up defeating Miami in the first round 3-0, defeated New York 4-3 uh, in the Eastern Conference semifinals, 4-2 victory over Cleveland in the Conference Finals, and a 4-2 victory over Portland in the NBA Finals. And so they were um, getting it done um, as expected. They were a good team, and they had great players surrounding them. And, you know, it is, um, you know, it's good. It is very good. And so um, they ended up um, winning the NBA Finals against the Lakers in 1991 which was the start of the success for Chicago. It was the downfall of the Lakers until they got Kobe and Shaq, but um, for the Chicago Bulls, it was, um, you know, it was big. And so uh, the question now is this. You look at Michael Jordan, he's won six rings. You look at Scottie Pippen, he's won six rings. You look at the Bulls in the first three championship window, and then you look at the Bulls with the second three championship window. And Phil Jackson was there the whole time. The question now becomes, is Dennis Rodman, Steve Kerr, Luke Longley um, a better group? And is the Chicago Bulls of the three-peat round two better than Horace Grant and Bill Paxton and, you know, B.J. Armstrong and all these guys of... You know, the three-peat round one. Um, and I got to say, you know, Chicago in its Dennis Rodman days, they were better than the Horace Grant days because they had better records. They played a very good Utah Jazz team twice and played several other teams that were very good. And, you know, they were just breaking records and their teams were just so good. And, you know, Michael Jordan might have not been as big of an influence in terms of his numbers they weren't as good as the first round he was just a veteran player who knew what was going on surrounded by a veteran team he had that experience of winning the championships before he was ready and playing baseball he kind of got out whatever he needed to um in terms of his um you know love of baseball and you know everything but he came back strong and to be honest with you, it's great, and he is, um, in my opinion, a better Michael Jordan in that second round of uh, three championships, and I think the Chicago Bulls, as a team, are better in that span as well, and so, in my opinion, that is uh, the situation, and so you can say what you want, um, and you can, I guess, do, um, have your own opinions, because they are um, important. But I believe the second stint of Chicago, the um, stint involving um, Dennis Rodman and that group, they are far more um, better than the first group of three championships. So that's just my opinion, and you can um, dissect on your own. So, uh, yeah, that is, uh, that is that one. And so I just want to end by saying Michael Jordan was the greatest of all time, one of the best basketball players 
You know, he had a sidekick in Scottie Pippen, who was very, very good, Hall of Famer. You have Dennis Rodman. You have all these great people. Can't wait to watch this documentary, watch um, and see what it was like, uh, you know, firsthand. And it's going to be an interesting um, thing to see. So I am very um, happy um, and can't wait to watch. So, yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Please tune in to the next one, um, and we'll try to get something um, involving basketball out there to you. I know it's tough without really any NBA games. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's going to do it, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you at the next one.